All right, everyone, we're going to talk about hypnosis and weight loss today, my favorite subject, and uh, how can we make that happen? So, hope you're all having a nice day. We're right after Valentine's Day, so it's a good time to kick off uh, getting back on track, right? Although not the best time because people like to typically start on a Monday, but that's okay. We'll talk about ways you can get started now because the less you can think all or nothing, the less you have to like really psych yourself up to get back on track, the, the better, more success you'll have. Okay, so hypnosis and weight loss. So why do you need need hypnosis to lose weight? And I use that word need very intentionally because I think that, I truly believe this. I, I don't know how you would ever not only lose weight, but more importantly, keep the weight off without understanding hypnosis and using it. I mean that, you know, is that because I'm a hypnotist? Well, probably, but I think what you hear me explain and I think you might agree as well. So we start with kind of a tour of your mind, right? Because at the end of the day, you know, knowing what to do, like you all know enough about what you should and shouldn't eat to lose weight. The problem becomes, can you get yourself to consistently do what you know you should? You know, and that's what weight loss comes down to. And so we have this core problem that you probably know enough information about how you can lose weight. The problem is you have almost zero information about how to actually get yourself to follow your, your strategies consistently. And so you have one tool, most likely willpower. And you try and force yourself to eat differently, force yourself to live differently. It usually lasts for a little while and doesn't last long. And so you keep repeating that process over and over, spontaneously get motivated, you start a plan, do it for a little while, get off it, get off it for a while, get you know, spontaneously get motivated again, and you go through this cycle. And you might have been doing this cycle for 10, 20, 30, 40 years, potentially. And when you really take a step back and look at it, you realize nothing's changed. You know, it's the same pattern over and over and over again. So when you understand your, your mind, we can begin to change this right away. So. Your mind, real simple. Um, we keep it real simple here. You got two two brains, two two key minds we're concerned with, your conscious mind and your subconscious mind. Conscious part of your mind is the logical, rational part of your brain. This is the part of your brain that um, wants you to lose weight, knows why you should lose weight, knows what you should do, tries to get you to do it, okay? So this is the part that the diets appeal to, right? Because you looking for a diet, give me the plan and I'll just follow it, right? And this is where you're at. And... Um, Again, you get the plan and then you just try and force yourself to do it. Now, the big question becomes this. Every time you've attempted to lose weight, and I know you want to lose weight, okay? But every time you've attempted to do it, do you notice that even on the first day, there's some other part of you, however you want to describe it, that kind of compels you to want to eat the wrong stuff, the stuff that's not going to make you lose weight, right? So you go in there and you say, okay, I'm going to start my keto plan tomorrow. I'm going to start my low fat plan. I'm going to start my vegetarian plan. It doesn't matter what the, the, the tactic is. It becomes, okay, I'm going to do this. And then at some point, you know, it depends on different people have different habits, but at some point during the day, you get this party. You says, Oh, let's have a cookie. Hey, we usually have ice cream right now. Come on, let's eat some ice cream. And you start feeling tempted. You start feeling deprived and eventually you give into it. And that's the pattern. So where is this part coming from? What is compelling you to eat the wrong foods when you want to lose weight? Because I know you want to lose weight, right? So what what part of you, where is this urge, these cravings coming from to eat the wrong stuff when you want to lose weight? And this to me, 
I'm going to tell you, obviously, but but the fact that you probably don't have an answer to this unless you've been listening to me um, is part of the problem, right? Because there's a good chance you've been trying to lose weight for decades here. And the fact that you don't even have the ability to articulate where the problem is coming from or what the problem actually is. You know, as you say, I don't know. This is a rebellious part of myself. Uh, I got cravings. Uh, I'm addicted to sweets. Right? It's just these vague, meaningless ideas of what's sabotaging you. There's no clear understanding of what's going on in your mind that is causing you to get stuck, to be overweight. And so what I believe it is, is I believe it's your subconscious mind. Okay, And so the subconscious part of your mind is not logical and rational. It's the part of your mind that basically is, is like a computer in the sense that it just runs programs that were installed into it. And so this part of your brain is very energy efficient. This is the part of your brain you could not ride a bike for 50 years, get on a bike, and you know how to ride it, right? When you use a computer mouse, remember the first time you used a computer mouse and the mouse is all over the place and you're all awkward with it, right? You know how you use a computer mouse and you just know how to do it? That's stored in your subconscious brain. Um, reading and writing, remember how hard it was to write, right? How difficult that skill was to learn, and now you just do it without even thinking about it. And so if you think about all the skills that you have learned and installed in your subconscious mind, and now they just run, um, and guess what else is in there? Your eating behaviors, okay? So you start the diet and then all of a sudden it gets to the nighttime when you usually sit on the sofa, watch TV and eat ice cream or cookies. Well, you, your subconscious mind has that program in it. It just runs it. It doesn't know you're on a diet. It just knows it's eight o'clock at night. It's time to sit on the sofa, watch TV and eat ice cream. So your subconscious mind doesn't want you to be overweight necessarily, um, but it just does what it's been trained to do. Oh, here comes the nighttime. It's time for us to snack. Oh, here comes the afternoon, time to go to the candy machine and get a candy bar. So it just runs these programs. And so what your weight loss experience has been, primarily, regardless of whatever diet you've tried, we can boil it all down to this. I don't care if you're keto, Weight Watchers, Jenny Craig, it does not matter. Because what it comes down to is this, is that you're trying to use your conscious mind to fight against your subconscious programming. And what it feels like is you're fighting against yourself, does it not? right? Because you literally are. You're trying to fight against the subconscious program that's put in there. Now, the reason you always lose this fight is because your subconscious mind is much more energy efficient. The subconscious part of your mind, let me give you a metaphor. Your mind is like a cruise ship. The conscious mind's like the captain. The subconscious mind's like the crew. So they're both equally important in their own way, but they have very unique and distinct jobs. And so the conscious part of your mind, the captain, is important to kind of set the course, to manage the crew, make sure everything's running right. Okay, so that's an important piece. But the crew's there to carry out the work. Okay, if the captain gets mad one time and says, get out of here, crew, I'm going to do it all myself. Well, that's not a good strategy. The captain doesn't have the ability to, to do all that work. You see? And that's what you're doing when you're dieting. It's basically the same thing. You're saying, get out of here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to micromanage every little food decision we're going to make from now on. You know, I'm going to fight against every impulse, every program that's been installed here. And that's what your weight loss feels like. It feels like an endurance test of you fighting against your subconscious mind. This is, as, this is also the reason why even if you get some results, they don't last long because the subconscious programming never changed, never changed. And as soon as the willpower, so, so th think about this, right? This is subconscious programs running. Let's just say this is the program for eating at night. This is your snacking at night program. And so it's just running automatically. Just at night, it just automatically runs. And when you go on a diet, what you're doing is you're taking your conscious mind and you're saying, no, we're not going to do that. 
it becomes this this struggle, this battle, and it it gets it gets worse and worse the longer it goes on because this part just runs automatically the same way. It, it takes no energy for your subconscious mind to run. Your conscious mind takes a lot of energy. And after a long day of work, stressful day, fight with your partner, it's, ugh, and you just go right back to what you're doing. Does this not feel like what you've been experiencing, right? I mean, is this not, does this not describe it to some level, okay? Um, and so right off the bat, we get a better paradigm, a better concept of what's going on because if you have no granular understanding of what's going on underneath the surface of you psychologically when it comes to your weight loss, how can you ever be strategic? You've got one tool, willpower, and you just keep using that to try and fight against yourself. And the older you get, the harder it gets to go about this process because you know it doesn't work, you know? Um, yeah, my last TikTok about having strategies. Can you give us a strategy? Yeah, I'll do that. I'm gonna talk about that one second. Um, I just wanna talk a little bit about hypnosis and, and why it's so effective. So what we're looking to do, um, one thing you want to know about your subconscious mind, there's a couple things, but one of them in terms of habits is that you can't get rid of, you can't get rid of bad habits. You can't, because habits are just neural wiring, okay? And so you can't get rid of neural wiring. So that's important to understand. So strategically, foreshadowing the strategy part, is that a better strategy to move forward with changing your behavior is not to try and stop doing things. It's to start doing new things in place of it. So you can't get rid of old wiring, but you can put new wiring over it and make that stronger and make that the predominant wiring. But here's the point that the, the whole orientation to this approach to mastering your weight is based on programming your subconscious mind to do the things that keep you at your goal weight that give you the quality of life that you want. And we focus on the subconscious mind. Now I'm gonna, spoiler alert, this takes, this is longer. This is a longer process than dieting, which is why a lot of people don't wanna do it because they just want fast results. And if it's not fast results, I don't even wanna do it. So, you know, literally everyone I work with is always at least usually 40. You know, I get some really wise people that are in their 30s. But I'm, I'm the solution last resort because everyone just wants impatient. So usually my clients are 40s, 50s, 60s, you know, and they realize, Okay, the diet's not working. It took me 20 years, but I finally, <laughs> I'm willing to accept it. Show me another way. So this process is one of programming your subconscious mind to do the things that keep you at your goal weight. But the focus is so that you don't, so the goal I always give to people is that you don't want to lose weight. You want to, you want to uh, live at your goal weight. You want to get back to your goal weight and live at your goal weight for the rest of your life on your autopilot. That's the goal I always recommend for people. It's much more accurate. And it's what you want. Um, with the diet goal, you think, I just want to lose weight, but there's a lot of things embedded in that. Um, you think of weight, you think of diets as short term, you think they got to be really hard. Um, and it doesn't have to be. Short term weight loss is hard because you're way over correcting and you're making it really difficult because you have no patience. But if you can have some patience and start approaching this process as you would like wanting to learn the piano, wanting to learn a language, wanting to acquire a skill, a lifelong skill, then it becomes actually easier. And it becomes a process of embedding into your subconscious mind, programming your subconscious mind to run behaviors and strategies that keep you at your goal weight that you always have to tend to. I don't wanna sit here and tell you like, I don't think about my weight and my behaviors, I do. Um, but I'm not dieting, I haven't dieted in 30 years. I never count calories. Um, I'm not tracking my food. I'm not weighing my food. You know what I mean? Like it's, I'm just living my life. 
um, I'm, I'm aware of certain habits and I have markers of what I'm tracking, but the food thing kind of takes care of itself Become because I've focused on strategies that are easy to maintain, that are built around me, that work for me. I mean, everything I'm saying is the complete opposite of the diet mindset, you know? And so I say this to you because I know there's a good chance that you're sitting here listening to this and you're like, I don't know what to do. And you start to believe that I can't lose weight. No matter what I do, I can't lose weight. And that's not true. You know, the problem is that your strategies that you're following, the diets, are horseshit. They, they don't work. And you've got 30, 40 years of experience and evidence of this. But the problem is you literally have no other concept of how to lose weight. You know, you, you can't even separate weight loss from dieting at this point. You know, it's like there's no, you might say, oh, well, I got to change a lifestyle change or I need a mindset change. But it's so vague, it's almost meaningless, you know? So this idea of programming to your subconscious mind strategies and behaviors, thought patterns that keep you at your goal weight, that's the approach, okay? And so I say that to you because I think people have even a vague idea of hypnosis. There's this idea that someone is going to hypnotize you and just magically change everything in your head. Um, I have not seen evidence of that working. I'm an actual hypnotist. I've been doing this professionally for 20 years. And so, yes, have I hypnotized? The very first person I hypnotized in my office, the very first person who paid me money, he lost 40 pounds. And uh, he was a well-known person around and he got me a lot of business. But what I quickly found out is that that didn't work for most people reading them a script, relaxing them, putting them into a state of hypnosis and reading them a script about general hypnosis and weight loss stuff didn't work for most people. Um, oh, that's great. Jazz. I want to get, I want to get to you guys questions too. Give me like five minutes. I want to get to those. Um, so, so this really set me off on a path. I knew, I knew hypnosis was powerful, but what I came to realize ultimately is that here's the punchline is that, is that, um, it really became about self hypnosis. And so I, I don't put that in the title, but, but really all hypnosis is self-hypnosis. You are your own best or worst hypnotist because do you know you have that voice in your head, right? Do you know how you talk to yourself, right? So this is called your internal dialogue and it is running 24 hours a day, okay? And it's influencing your weight more than almost anything else in your life, right? Because this is literally creating our behaviors and your behaviors create your weight. And so really what I've found to be effective, and this is what I've been working on for over 20 years, is how do I help people program their own minds to be at the weight they want? And so I have a program called Program Yourself Thin. So the most important part of hypnosis, in my opinion, is to understand the structure of it. What are we doing? We're influencing our subconscious mind because your subconscious mind is in control of your weight. Your weight is not consciously controlled, okay? How much more could you want to lose weight than you do right now? How much more could you want to lose weight than you have the last 20, 30 years? Okay. You want to lose weight and it's not happening. Why? Right? <laughs> because you consciously want to lose weight and you subconsciously are just running programs that keep you overweight. It's that simple. And you have no awareness of this most likely and you have no ability to change it. But once you do, it changes everything. It changes everything. Because this is just an analogy, it's a metaphor. I'm not saying it's this easy. But if you were a robot, and you could just type in what you're gonna eat all day and then you just did it because you're a robot, would you have trouble losing weight? You know, probably not, right? So it's important that you realize your problem is not that you don't know what to do. The problem is you can't get yourself to do it consistently. And you can't get yourself to do it consistently because you're going about this 
ass backwards. <laughs> like I, I just can't even put it any other way. Um, that's completely ass backwards. You're trying to micromanage. You're trying to consciously control every little food decision you make. You as a human are designed to basically live your life on autopilot. That's the way it's, it works. Okay. You're not, your conscious mind, what makes you a human conscious being is the newest part of your brain evolutionarily. You're just not built to be this person who each and every moment is mindful of every food decision you're making. Your decisions are running on autopilot. This is why if you weren't like this, you would lose weight easily. You would say, you know what? I want to lose weight. I'm going to be healthier. I'm going to live longer. I'm going to be happier. I'm going to feel better about myself. I'm going to do it. And then you would just do it. But that's not what you're experiencing, is it? Right? <laughs> and you have no understanding of why you're so frustrated that you don't even know where to start anymore. You know, because you know, deep down, you know, it's not the, you know, it's not the diets that are going to help you. You know, that's not the problem. You know, the problem is in like, it's not an eating plan. You know enough what you should stop eating. You can't get yourself to do it. And it's because you have no ability to influence your subconscious mind. So that's what hypnosis is. And it's specifically self-hypnosis. And so as you learn how to influence your subconscious mind, and it's easy. That's the thing. I ain't a rocket scientist. I got to be honest with you. You know what I mean? This isn't rocket science. It's actually very simple. The, I think that the, the most interesting part is like having it pointed out to you. But it's not like hypnotizing yourself. It's not like, it's not like I would teach you something new. You've been doing it your entire life and you will continue to do it. The way you think about your weight, the way you think about weight loss, the way you think about food has all been programmed into you subconsciously. And to program in new ways, it's not that hard. It's just understanding what's going on and then practicing it. And that's where it ultimately gets to. I'm going to, I'm going to kind of end it here. Um, is that weight loss ultimately like you're approaching weight loss like it's an information game like you think you need like one little piece of information that's going to change everything and i'm telling you you should approach your weight mastery more like it takes practice like knowing what to do is not enough you need to practice doing the right things thinking the right things feeling the right things and that is what's going to bring you to the body you want you're approaching this as a sprint like you're gonna change everything all at once you start day one everything's perfect and you think you're gonna ride that perfection out to your goal body and i'm here to tell you you're not if you haven't yet i can almost guarantee you you're not and for most people it doesn't work anyways and so if you think in your life there's very few things we approach this way that what day one you're just gonna do it perfect why would weight be any different you're changing so much and you've had a lifetime of dieting bullshit in your head to minimize the process of losing weight, to simplify it, to make it seem so simple. It's not simple. There's so many different factors impacting your weight, you know, but they're all controlled by your, your mind, how you think about things. And so until you really focus in on the mindset piece, I don't know. I, I just don't know how you could ever possibly change your behaviors because you're just going to try and force yourself to do it. And it's a never ending fight and you're fighting against the strongest part of your brain. How are you going to win that? You know? So I say this to you so that you realize and this is kind of the, the, the dieting, dieting bullshit mantra marketing message is that it's not your fault, but it's not your fault because you don't even know about any of this stuff. You know what I mean? Like, like you think it's your fault because you think you haven't brought enough willpower into it and that's your fault. And I'm here to tell you it's never enough. It's never enough willpower. Okay. It's subconscious program that's going to get you the results you want. So the sooner you realize that, the sooner you can go to work on the real challenge here and the real solution. And then it becomes a process that makes sense. I'm not saying it's the easiest process. It's akin to playing the piano. It takes practice. It takes consistent practice. However, you can at least recognize there's a path. 
there's a structure we're going down here because right now there's none of that. You might've been dying for 30 years and you have no better idea of how to change your weight now than you did 30 years ago. That's how you know you're on an ineffective path, you know? And so again, I, I, I urge you, I plead with you, start focusing on programming your subconscious mind. It doesn't just have to be my programs. I mean, I learned all this stuff. It took me a lot of time and energy and money, um, but I learned it on my own. But if you start orienting your weight loss, and again, we, the first thing you wanna do is since you learn hypnosis, you realize focusing on weight loss is not a good goal. Um, your subconscious mind doesn't understand negatives. So when you think about weight loss, you're actually thinking about yourself being overweight, right? So if I tell you not to think about a banana, what are you thinking about, right? So when you keep saying, I don't wanna be overweight, I don't wanna be fat, I wanna lose weight, it's all you thinking about your overweight self. So I suggest you change the goal into, I wanna to return to my goal weight and I wanna live at my goal weight for the rest of my life on near autopilot. Now you can spice that up however you want, but do you see the difference? Can you feel that difference? Because when you speak the language of your subconscious mind, everything else gets better. <laughs> Get out of here. You didn't think mango. <laughs> but that's another thing. When you have people that respond mango, then you can understand that you're probably what we call a polarity responder. And you can understand yourself. And then you can work with yourself to become the person you want to be. You know, Right now, it's just this, you just keep fighting against yourself every time you try to lose weight. That's the only strategy you have. And it always ends up in the same place. You know what I mean? With you changing for a little bit and then going back to how you always were. And it starts to make you think, I can never change, you know? I'm here to tell you, you can change, you know? I used to eat and live 1,000% different, like 100% different. And now I, I live completely different automatically. It's not like this never ending, you know, you think of dieting and it's like, I'm not waking up every day dieting. I'm waking up every day living my life, you know? And the, and the way I live it allows me to maintain my goal weight because I was very strategic about it. Imagine bringing strategy into your weight loss because you don't use strategy for your weight loss, you rely on tactics. Diets are all tactics, you see? Okay, <laughs> I wanna get to some questions and then if, if we'll see. I, I, any questions you have, feel free to ask them, I'll answer them and, um, and I'll keep talking about uh, hypnosis obviously as well. Everything I do, listen, I'm a hypnotist. What they say, right? We only tell you have is a hammer, everything looks like a nail. Everything looks like hypnosis to me, you know what I mean? So literally every time I'm talking about stuff, it's always, always got this undercurrent of hypnosis to it. Um, so last time I saw about having strategies can give us strategies. I mean, the strategies are, are everything. You, you see what I mean? So, so, okay, so let me back it up a little bit. My program, Program Yourself Thin, it's really, there's three pillars. I call them pillars, but really I think of it as like a pyramid because I think metaphorically it's better. The bottom layer is mindset, okay? The, the next layer is lifestyle. And then the top layer is eating strategies, okay? Um, so I have the 60-page workbook where you create these weight mastery blueprints. They're customized to you because everyone's situation is different. So I couldn't just sit here and throw out strategies because they're my strategies. You know what I mean? Like I created them for me. And that's something that's so missing from weight loss is that like no one really respects themselves enough to say, let me create an eating plan around who I am my genetics, my lifestyle, my preferences. Instead, we're just so desperate. We're just like, just give me the plan. You never met me before. You don't know me at all. This has nothing to do with me, but give me the plan. And I'll follow it. You know what I mean? It's just like, come on, man. There's some respect for yourself. You're a human being who's a smart person, who's a one of a kind person. Let's, let's make this a process of becoming you, becoming as much you as you can, the best version of you. And that's going to require you customize this around you. Right? I'm not saying, listen, some of the diets have good ideas in them. You know what I mean? But take what works, discard the rest and build your own strategy. Guess what? When you do that, it's way easier to follow it. Can you imagine? Right? <laughs> Obviously, if you're trying to follow someone's 
complete eating plan. That's like me saying, oh, here, here's a plan for how you should live your life. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, I'm, I'm unhappy. Just tell me how to live my life. Oh, here you go. This is just what I like to do. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, stop that. Take a step back and say, okay, you know what? I'm going to master my weight and I'm going to master my eating. But again, you, I think you got to start with a mindset. So strategies, right? There's just a million strategies. So Kathy, give me a specific strategy you're interested in, like a strategy. So what do I mean by strategy? A, it's a mindset, okay? So, I mean, there's strategies everywhere I look, I think, in strategy. Um, but let's just take the mindset piece. So the mindset piece for, in my program, we start with motivation. And so I take people through the motivation matrix. The first level is how to use pain and pleasure specifically to, to drive your motivation. The second level is intrinsic, extrinsic. So, okay, so I'll talk, let's talk, we'll just start there, right? So there's motivation strategies, right? You use motivation strategies to motivate yourself to do things, okay? And so I'll, I've never met you, but I'm gonna explain everyone on this call, <laughs> everyone watching this out, here I go. I've never met you, but here I go. I bet, I bet I'm somewhat close. I'm gonna describe your motivation strategy that you rely on to lose weight, right? You ready? Here we go. And you probably don't even know what it is. Okay. You're blind to it. And I'm not being, let, let me just quick disclaimer. I'm not trying to be an asshole here. I'm not trying to be like condescending um, what I'm saying. What I'm doing here is I want to, I want to wake you up that you can lose weight. Okay. But you've got to do it differently than you've been trying to do. If you keep trying the same stuff you've been doing, you're going to get the same results. All right. And so where you want to start ground zero of, of starting a different approach is shifting up your mindset. You've got to change how you think about a number of things. In my program, the mindset piece is motivation, self-image, habits, emotions, thinking, maintenance, and there's strategies for all those things in there. But let's just start with motivation strategy. What has been your motivation strategy for losing weight? Tell me if this sounds familiar. I'm going to guess that 95% of the motivation you've relied on to lose weight is what I would refer to as spontaneous pain-based motivation that comes when you step on the scale and you can't believe the number, you see a picture of yourself and you're like, holy shit, I didn't know I was that big. Um, you catch your reflection, you're like, oh my God. You go have to go to the doctors and face it. Someone says something rude and you're, oh my God. Um, or the clothes don't fit. It's, oh my God, I, I promised when this didn't fit, I was gonna do this, okay? And so something like that happens and now you get so upset, you say, I don't care what I gotta do, I'm gonna lose this weight. And that's usually probably what motivates you to start trying to lose weight a spontaneous pain-based motivation event. And you try and use that pain to motivate yourself to stay on a diet, to change your eating, to change your lifestyle. And what happens is it doesn't work well, A, because your brain's a pleasure-seeking mechanism, so your brain doesn't like this. And B, even if you start to get some results, the pain starts to go down. And guess what? So does the motivation. And so you're in this pickle. At the end of the day, you have no reliable motivation strategy. Do you? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, honestly, let's just be honest here. If we can't be honest, what are we doing, right? So you're probably sitting here watching this and 20 years, 30 years into trying to lose weight, you take a step back. So a big thing I like to do is like, take a step back, go meta, go above yourself, look at yourself from a different angle, look at your weight loss history and say to yourself, you know what? Here I am 10, 20, 30 years into this and I don't know how to motivate myself. I don't. Sometimes I randomly get motivated probably based on one of those pain-based experiences. And without one of those, you don't know how to motivate yourself. You don't know how to get yourself to take action. 
And so you don't have a motivation strategy. So the motivation strategy that I teach my clients is I take them through. It's like the motivation section is the most important because that's the engine that drives the whole car. And so the motivation section, I take through a bunch of questions to clarify. So here's what I mean. I'll just give you an example. Well, I talk about using pain and pleasure. The pain. The pain you experience from the weight, you experience kind of like, because weight comes on a pound at a time. So the pain you experience from the weight is almost like you got a heavy backpack with a bunch of bricks in it. And you know it's heavy and you're stooped over and you're carrying like, I don't like this weight, I don't like it. So you feel the pain of the weight, I know that. But the way you're feeling the pain is you're feeling it chronically. And so you're not really motivated to take action because you don't like it, but it's, I'm used to it. You're just kind of habituated to it. So what you need to do is you need to take that pain and you need to sharpen it into like the sharp point of a knife. Because there's a big difference, right? You got a big heavy backpack of bricks. It's like you can kind of keep with it. If you get poked in the side with a sharp point of a knife, you respond instantly, right? And so what you need to do is you need to intentionally sharpen up the pain of the weight so you can use that. And then you need to sharpen up the pleasure of living at your goal weight and being healthy and being the person you want to be. So that's a whole process. I can't take you through right here, but that's kind of like, that's just one example I'm talking about, right? And it's very strategic. So the strategy applies to absolutely everything. You want to eat better, right? Your strategy to try and eat better is now is you're trying to use willpower to fight against yourself. And on top of that, subconsciously, you're looking for the most extreme and difficult plans to lose weight. You don't realize this, but you associate extreme difficult plans, weight loss plans, with fast results. And you, I just made a video on this, and you value fast results over everything else. And so you're locked in this subconscious paradigm, this prison, mental prison, of you're subconsciously always looking for the most extreme plans because you want the fastest results, you see? So you're subconsciously making your weight loss hard because you just want fast results. So again, I mean, everywhere I look, there's strategies. So I, I don't want to just keep talking randomly about different strategies. Um, so if you have a specific strategy you want to talk about, I'd be happy to do that as well. Oh my God, it's so hard. This old AM still style fat. I don't know what that means. Um, I lost 20 pounds in a month. And every time my mind think about surgery stuff, then I think, how is my body going to feel in 15 minutes? Yeah, that's awesome. Hey, Jess. Jesslyn, nice job. Great job. So she's using a strategy. Okay. That's a strategy I talk about all the time. It's a very effective strategy and it takes into account understanding how your mind works. And so what I do, what I would say on a, on a subconscious level, talking about hypnosis, if there's one core shift I'm looking to create in every client, it's this, that when you think about what you're going to eat, right? So let's just say you want to eat well, and then all of a sudden eight o'clock comes and that's when you usually eat cookies or ice cream or whatever. It's like you're thinking about those cookies or ice cream in terms of the consumption. We all think in movies. And so you're thinking about those foods. You're, you're thinking about a little bit of anticipation and then eating those foods. And that's it. So you primarily think about food in terms of consumption at this point. And so what you want to do is you want to just extend that movie a little bit more. Five, ten minutes after you're done, what's the consequence of it? What's the consequence mentally and emotionally of whatever food decision you're going to make? This shift in subconscious focusing of food when you start, because again, we always have to make food decisions, but there's a subconscious process going on that's dictating which decision you're going to make. <laughs> there's, you're not just like some food addict who just keeps choosing the wrong food because you're just wired that way. I mean, I guess you could kind of describe it that way, but um, it can be changed, you know? And so you have to train it in just like you have to train and play the piano, but you start making food decisions based on how am I going to feel five minutes after I finish that? 
that's a very compelling way for your mind to make better choices. And it's such an elegant solution. I'm not going to lie. I come up with that. I come up with all sorts of stuff because I had to, because we live in a world where a weight loss world where no one ever talks about this because the diets, here we go, everyone. If you know what I'm about to say, the diets are the food companies. Do you know this? Weight Watchers was owned by Heinz. Jenny Craig owned by Nestle. Um, Slim Fast was owned by the same company that owns Ben and Jerry's uh, ice cream. Uh, Atkins Food Products owned by the same company that owns Onions, Pretzels, and Cinnabon. These companes don't want you to lose weight. They want you to restrict your calories for a little while so you eat more calories ultimately. It's called the what the hell effect. Look it up. Um, so these diets never give you the mindset piece. They don't give you the lifestyle holistic piece of the puzzles, which are the most important ones. That's why my, my program is Mindset First then the lifestyle, and then the eating on top. Because without those other foundations, it's, it's to me, it's pointless. I don't even know why you try and lose weight without those other pieces in place. Because if you do, which is what every diet is, you just spin your wheels. You struggle for a while, lose a little bit of weight, maybe, and then you go back to weighing what you weighed. And that's what everyone experiences and, and feels, and that's why. Great job, Jocelyn. Are you going to make more videos for hypnosis to make you rich? Thank you for those videos, by the way. Oh, okay, Daniel. Yeah, I, I kind of stopped. I kind of just went into like the weight loss um, content. Um, but I'm going to make some more at some point because money and weight are, they're like the same thing. If you, if you know, money and weight are very similar psychologically because they, they're means to an end. They don't mean anything in and of themselves. You know, they're, they're what we call, okay, so here we go. One more strategy. Let me just talk about motivation just a little bit more. Um, motivation. So that's the second level of my, when I take people through the motivation matrix is intrinsic and extrinsic motivation. And you don't need my program. Go look it up. Go study it. It's the literal science of motivation. You probably don't even know about it, which is why, like when you say, I don't know, I try and get motivated. I try and lose weight. I don't know. Nothing's working. No matter what I do, nothing's Well, do you know about intrinsic, extrinsic motivation? Do you know about hypnosis? Do you know how to program your subconscious mind? Do you know how to use pain and pleasure strategically? If you, if you don't even know that, then you'd stop saying you've done everything. <laughs> Again, I'm not trying to be an asshole, but it's like, you've got to stop saying things that aren't true because it's keeping you stuck in a state of powerlessness. You know, you're better off saying, oh shit, I never thought about that. I never realized that. Let me learn that. You know what I mean? Oh, you know what? I can change if I have the right. Again, it's not you that's broken. Is there nothing wrong with you that you can't lose weight other than the fact that you keep, you're addicted to this shitty strategy of dieting. Other than that, that's your, that's the main thing you're doing that's, that's, you should <laughs> slap yourself for. It's like, stop dieting. I got to stop dieting. Okay, Christ, it's, it's not working. I'm going to stop. I'm going to do something different, you know? But other than that, you just, you haven't learned this. You haven't been exposed to it. So it's really not your fault in that sense. Um, but so money and, and weight are both extrinsic motivators for most people. And so the weight in and of itself doesn't mean anything, right? We know this. You don't just get to a number on a scale and then everything's like just, you know, butterflies and rainbows all the time in life. Like that's just not true. And people know this because if you starve yourself or do miserable shit in order to get your weight low, it's like, yeah, your weight's low, but you hate living that way. So guess what? You're not going to stay at that weight. You need to choose a weight to give you the best quality of life. You know, you need to give your goal weight more meaning. It doesn't mean much to you right now. If you've been struggling to get to your goal weight, I promise you the very first problem you have to overcome is that your goal weight is impotent. It just doesn't mean anything to you. And that's why you're not doing it. So again, you're taking things way out of order. Let me go. I'll, I'm going to finish up on motivation with this, this quick bit here is that you right now watching this, if you've been struggling to lose weight, it's because you're not motivated to lose weight. You don't want to lose weight. You wish you'd lose weight. Right. Your, your wish that you wish you'd wake up tomorrow to start doing everything right. and Losing weight is a 10 out of 10. I, I agree with that. But your actual want of how much you're going to commit, how much action you're willing to take is more like probably like a two out of 10. 
you know? And so you have to just face that, okay? Let's just be honest with yourself. Face it, and then now you recognize where the problem is. You can go to work on that. But the problem is your, your want is actually very low, and then you're trying to lose weight. You're, you're, you're half-assing it. You're dabbling. And that's why you're getting midland results. It would be the same in anything you did. You know, so the very first step, that's why the very first thing in my pro, I, the very first thing is I teach like a, a hypnosis technique, a self-hypnosis technique, um, takes a minute or two, you use it at night. But then once we really get into the meat of the program, it's really about um, the motivation. It, it starts with the motivation because without that, nothing else even matters. And you keep trying these diets and you're just, you're, you're half, in, you know what I mean? Like you're half committed, if that you know, truthfully. And I, and I, I mean that literally, by the way. So if you don't believe that you come at me with it, but, um, thank you. Yeah. So I'll make some more money videos at some point. Probably. Will you do some self hypnosis videos? Um, what I do teaching the self hypnosis, it's not that hard. It's just that, um, I don't really teach the self hypnosis much cause I don't know why. I don't know why, but I'll do more hypnosis videos. I, I do hypnosis videos for you all. Um, and I got a new one coming. It's awesome. It's a day in your dream body. It's cool. Is it okay to make my goal weight what I weighed in my 20s? I hear that all the time. Um, I, I'd say probably not. I mean, you've probably been saying that weight for, I don't know what, what age you're at now, but what I find with people when they first come to me is, so what's your goal weight? And they tell me what the goal weight is. And I say, why? I go, oh, that's what I weighed when I was 18. That's what I weighed when I got married. It's like, that, that's that's it? That's that's your reason? Do you know what I mean? It's like, What? Um, I've been kind of on this kick. So anyways, if you know Victor Frankel, he's a Jewish psychiatrist. He wrote Man's Search for Meaning. And his whole, he came up with a whole philosophy called logotherapy. But but the basic idea is that it's really about the idea of making meaning out of things, right? Because he was in concentration camp and he realized they can take everything from me, but they can't take my thoughts. You know, they can't control what I'm thinking. And so he found little ways to make meaning out of his day-to-day -day existence, you know, in the shittiest circumstance you could experience. And so... That applies to your weight in the sense that your goal weight, it's not up for me. I mean, so don't ask me if it's okay. Um, it's up for you. We all each get to decide our own goal weight. But I will say this, and we talked about this. A lot of times people choose an arbitrary number. Oh, it's what I weighed when I was in my 20s. This is when I was 18. This is what I'm, and it doesn't have much meaning to it. And maybe living at that weight now, <clears throat> at this point in your life, maybe it would take an extreme lifestyle change. Right now, now, I'm just going to speak really extreme here, but let's just say someone picks a really low goal weight and in order to achieve that weight, they got to eat carrots and drink water all day. Well, that's a shitty quality of life. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. That, that number doesn't make everything great. It's just one part of the equation. You can't put your weight in a vacuum, which is what people tend to do. They just pick some number, but you've got to take into account that there's a lifestyle that needs to be lived in order to achieve that weight and live at it. Okay. So you got to recognize and ask the question, what am I willing to do? How do I want to live? What am I doing this for? It can't just be a number on a scale. That number on the scale doesn't mean shit. I, I just can't explain that enough to you. You know, if you're absolutely miserable achieving that weight on this, on this number on the scale, you're not going to be happy. And what's the point of this? You know, so you got to find that sweet spot um, where you get the best return on investment, you know, where your weight is and where your life is. You know, 10 years ago, um, my life was really hard in the sense that I had my, my son was born. He wasn't a great sleeper. So I was very tired. We'd moved into a new house. We're completely re renovating and doing it over. And so that was a very tiring year. And in that year, I raised my goal weight by 10 pounds because in that situation, it was harder for me to live at my weight that I'd been living at, you know? So, so I just share that with you just to give some more context to when you think about your goal weight, 
don't just look at it in a vacuum and just pick, oh, well, my favorite actress weighs that. Or oh, I think that person's amazing looking. I, I want to look just like them. That's a shitty goal. I think you really have to orient your goal weight to this way. What's going to give you the best quality of life? What's going to make you the happiest and the healthiest? And which is going to allow you to live as the best version of you? I always say you want to take your weight loss and wrap it in personal development. You have to reframe this process. Just focusing on the weight loss alone, I don't think it's enough motivation, personally. I really don't. And so I think you need to make this mean more. And you need to take the things that are most important to you in your life and figure out how your weight wraps around those. So I say that, and I hope that helps you choose a better goal weight. Or not a better one, a more meaningful one, if that makes sense. After a breakup, I lose weight. Then it gradually comes back on because I start eating again. Yeah, yeah. I, I talk about that a lot of times. I made a video on indifference, and people always say, because I think if you can generate feeling indifference for unhealthy foods, that's a very helpful emotion to feel. And people always say, oh, yeah, well, I think that, you know, feeling despondent and sad and depressed is the best one for weight loss. <laughs> Maybe. But we're talking about, again, in the context of being happy and healthy. How do you keep yourself motivated? And so, um, yeah, Ginger, if, that, if your name's Ginger, which I imagine it is, or that might be your hair. <laughs> so your name might be Grace. I could never figure out what people's names are from their avatar names. Um, but I think, I think again, the question becomes, after a breakup, I lose weight. Why? You know what I mean? Like, what, what's the motivation? And what happens when it starts coming back on? What's going on? You know? So again, the process I talk about, it's not one of like, oh, here's the plan. And now you're a robot. And you're just going to follow this. It's a living, breathing philosophy. You know what I mean? Like I'm constantly tweaking and changing and optimizing my my lifestyle, my mentality, my strategies, my eating. I'm always changing and optimizing it because life's always changing on me. You know what I mean? So it's not just like, oh, this is what I do. And I don't I want to see myself just doing this for a hundred years. I'll I'll keep tweaking it and changing and optimizing it. So pay attention to what's worked for you and then pay attention to why you start eating again in the way that puts the weight on you that you don't want and start noticing what are the differences. You know what I mean? It's about getting curious. See, what most people do <clears throat> when they start eating, when they start like eating the wrong foods, they tend to respond in one of two ways. They either just put it out of their mind, go into denial, or they beat themselves up about it. Neither one of those responses helps you actually change the behavior. So I always suggest you get curious. What's going on? Why do you act one way here and one way here? What's going on? The more you understand it, the more granular understanding you have that leads to your behaviors, the more influence and control you have over it, the better the strategies you can create are, all right? So I, I put that back there to you to think about it, you know? Um, I want to, I don't know what that means. Are you talking about a law of assumption? You know, I, I'm getting these questions and I'm not sure what you're referring to. I'm gonna move through this. I really wanna lose weight, but finding it hard not to binge. Um, that's a really good way to think of it. Yeah, okay, listen, I when when you are finding it really hard not to binge, I literally just made another video on this, and this answer may be a little unsatisfying, but I don't know, my job is, one of my big heroes is John Wooden. He was a UCLA basketball coach, and he won the most championships. They won them all in a row. And he was the master of fundamentals. Now, I'm talking about the master of fundamentals. He ran the best high school or college uh, basketball program in the land, right? Had the best basketball players in the country there. And you know what his first lesson he would teach the players was? How to put their socks on, how to put their shoes on, how to tie them right, right? So it's like, I, I, I like talking about fundamentals because that's what you all need, I promise you. You all want some fancy techniques and strategies and stuff, but I'm telling you, your fundamentals are all ass backwards, okay? Um, but yeah, why do, we, why do we binge? Why do we overeat? Why do we get up in the middle of the night and stuff ourselves, right? Why does that happen? Hmm, let's think about this. How could it be? Right? It's like the answer is right in front of you. What do you think it is? 
<laughs> how come you can't? How come you binge when you want to lose weight, right? Why would you get up in the middle of the night and eat everything in the fridge when you're asleep and you just wake up and do that? What what could lead to that? What do we think? What do we got? <laughs> it might be because you're trying to you're cutting way too many calories out. You're not eating enough. You know what's the average person, right? The average American's eating 2,700 calories a day. The average diet's telling you to cut down to 1,200 calories. That's a 65% reduction in calories on day one, and you think you're going to just maintain that reduction until you reach your goal weight in five months? That's crazy thoughts, you know. And speaking of hypnosis, you're all in a trance when it comes to weight loss because the diets have you in a trance, and all a trance is is when you're not using your logical mind, you're just using your a hypnosis, the description I like is it's a bypass of the critical faculty. And so when it comes to weight loss, you're not being critical. You're not being logical because you keep doing these strategies that don't work for you. You keep trying to starve yourself to lose weight and then you get so hungry, you overeat. You know what I mean? And so I'm just assuming that's probably what's happening to you, Astra. You know, there might be more to it. Um, what is the name of the motivation to look up? Oh, intrinsic and extrinsic. Um, the guy's name, D-E-C-I, is the guy who came up with it. That, that, that's one of the best books I read last year. It was so good, so good. And I don't know how I'd missed it. Um, it's not about weight, it's your mindset. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for your answer. You're welcome. Yes, my name is Ginger. Okay, all right. Ginger Grace Face. That's a cool, I like that name. I'm thinking like a thin person. After just watching one live, I've lost three pounds in three days. There you go. You know? <laughs> so it's like, you know, it's just... Uh, I hear this stuff all the time. I mean, people, that's why I do this, right? So if you don't know my story, it's, um, you know, I've, I've been doing this, I've been on my own personal journey for 30 years. I dropped 50 pounds and just changed everything around using hypnosis, NLP, yoga, um, you know, all sorts of certifications, whatever. So um, then 20 years I've been doing this profession. I've done over 5,000 private weight loss sessions. I created the Program Yourself Thin course over 20 years ago. It was one of the first things I did. And then over the last couple of years, I really been doing a lot of private coaching. And uh, then last year, I spent a lot of time certifying coaches in the program self method. And last fall, I took a step back and I was like, okay, just looking at my goals, you know, just reflecting. And my my goal in life, my mission in life is to help people live at their goal weight, as many people as possible live at their goal weight. And again, for me, this is life or death. My father died at 54 of a heart attack. You know, I was nine years old. And so that's always been... It, to be honest, I mean, a lot of ways it was a defining moment in my life. You know, it was the biggest trauma I've had to deal with so far. And so weight has always been more than just looking better. You know, it's really this life or death thing. And um, so this is the path I've gone down to try and help people, you know, and, and this is what I want to do. And so, yeah, so I restructured everything last fall. And, um, you know, I, I do have a coaching program, you know, that that's for people that want to, I call it the Robin Hood model. So people that want to invest, you know, in, in themselves and uh, at a higher level, they can do that, but that offers me the opportunity to get on here and do lives every day, do videos every day, do podcasts. You know, I got the new thing coming up, and if you're interested in this, shoot me a thing um, where I'm gonna I'm gonna record coaching sessions. I'm gonna do live coaching sessions with a person, you know, for an hour or so, and um, and you'll be able to see it. It'll, I'll put it on my podcast because that's very compelling content. Again, what what you're saying you might find interesting, but when you can see me actually work with a person and smoke out their limiting beliefs and change them in real time, it, it's very compelling to watch. And, um, you know, it's a way to create change and the weight loss you're looking for in a completely different way, in a way that's not a struggle, in a way that's not miserable, in a way that doesn't suck, you know, in a way that feels good, in a way that's sustainable, in a way that, that's enjoyable. That, that's what I'm after. And so, yeah, so I put all this stuff out there for free and I'm getting all this stuff. People tell me, I, and I know it works. You know what I mean? I'm not, I, I appreciate the testimony. So thank you. Let me know about them. Um, 
but it's not surprising. I've been hearing the same thing for 20 years. Uh, and more and more, the longer I do this, because it just keeps getting better and better and better. So anyways, that's awesome. Great job. All right. Marie? Yep. Is that Maris? Oh, Therese. Therese Marie? You must be Italian. You got to be Italian. If I can help an Italian person lose weight, right? <laughs> I'm Greek, right? So it's the same type of thing, right? The whole life is food in our cultures, right? Self-sabotage. How do we fix it? Well, okay. Self-sabotage. Again, it comes back to this core concept, you know, um, you're thinking self-sabotage because most people just think of themselves as a conscious being. You think of yourself as just one brain, one version of yourself. And you think that, well, I learned about why I should lose weight. And now I should just do it. And if I don't do it, I just need to beat myself up more to do it. And I think that's bullshit. I think what's going on is you've got two brains and they work very differently. You have your conscious mind that knows you should lose weight, wants you to lose weight, trying to get you to do it. But you have your subconscious mind that runs all your behaviors. So if I go back to the cruise ship analogy, the captain's like the conscious mind the subconscious minds like the crew and so let's just take that a step further let's just imagine that the captain speaks french and the crew speaks uh you know i don't know <laughs> chinese and so what happens is now you got a language barrier and that's what it's like because your subconscious mind is not logical your your subconscious mind is very associative it's like you know pavlov's dogs when you ring the bell while you showed him food and eventually all you do is ring the bell and the dog would salivate as if there was food there that's a conditioned response. And that happens because your subconscious mind, just like a dog's, just associates things together and responds to them. This is why watching movies or TV shows is fun because you're watching something and you're vicariously imagining you're in that situation and having an experience somewhat of that experience. If you're watching sports, you're releasing adrenaline. If you're watching a horror movie, you're tense and nervous. If you're watching a comedy, you're laughing, right? But it's all fake. It's all just light on a screen and sound on a thing. And you're just imagining and turning into an experience. So that's the process of hypnosis. So in order to change your behaviors right now, you've got this very adversarial setup where you're consciously trying to force yourself to act different. You're consciously trying to fight against your subconscious mind. And so that's why you feel like you're sabotaging yourself because your subconscious mind is just running the behaviors it's always known. Oh, it's eight o'clock. We sit on the sofa and eat some ice cream. And you're trying to fight against that. And at some point you can't do it. And you're describing that as self-sabotage. When in reality, what you need to do is put a new program into your subconscious mind. Let's do something else at eight o'clock. Program that in, you know? And then all of a sudden it takes on a whole new, um, you know, view. Why didn't you answer my question? My question was law of assumption one. Um, I didn't understand that question. I, I don't, I, I don't know the law of assumption, but, um, Ask it one more time because I, I didn't. I, I know, like, you probably asked that while I was talking about something, but then it was so much later. I, I didn't, I wasn't sure what you were referring to, but I want to answer it. No, I do want to answer it. Um, I mean, law of assumption, I think of that as presuppositions. Uh, so, but yeah, I, I believe we're, and I don't know if this is what you're asking, but I think all of our, I think we all live our lives on autopilot to some degree. Okay. And so, and this is natural because the number one organizing principle of your brain is that it's conserving energy. It wants to conserve energy. And so tomorrow, for example, right? Tomorrow's gonna be Thursday. And you probably already ahead of time have a really good idea how tomorrow's gonna go. You have an idea when you're gonna wake up, where you're gonna go, what you're gonna do, who you're gonna see, what you're gonna eat. That's all kind of ready to go. And so when tomorrow comes, you basically, your conscious mind's kind of just going along for the ride, you know? So I'm assuming if the law of assumption is whatever you're assuming is going to happen, th that's a micro level of it. And if we zoom out, there's a macro level of assumption that you, when it comes to weight loss, at this point, you probably assume you're not going to lose the weight. You know, it's very interesting. I asked, I've, I released a video yesterday 
and it said, if you could have the most delicious meal you ever had in your life, or you could wake up tomorrow at your goal weight, which one would you choose? And it's just a thought experiment to kind of smoke out some of the limiting beliefs we may have, right? There's no right or wrong answer, and it's, it's just a thought experiment. But it's very interesting watching the comments because some people will say, it, it's just, they have a very negative, oh, I'll, I'll take the goal weight and then I'll put all the weight back on again. They just assume that's what's going to happen. Or they say, uh, I don't want to lose the weight because then I'll be miserable and it sucks, you know, and I'll have to track every calorie and I'm going to be miserable, you know, maintaining the weight. Right. So they assume that losing weight's miserable. You, you know what I mean? So people all go into everything with this. Now we might call it assumptions. I always call this programming, subconscious programming, but your subconscious program is controlling everything. And until you change it, I think you're always going to fight against yourself and probably not create the changes that you want, you know? So, um, what was the intrinsic motivation book again? Uh, you know, I forget the book, but I can find out for you. I should talk about how I read books sometimes because you might find it interesting. It's a uh, kind of a strategy I use. So it's like my digital brain. So when I read books, I, uh, I always sit and take notes and then I take those notes and I put them into a thing called Evernote. And so, because I don't remember everything I read <laughs> as most of us probably don't, right? And so this way here, I can find everything. Uh, the story of what we do. Oh, no, no, let me do it. Why We Do What We Do by Edward Deci, D-E-C-I. That's the book. And it's it's something else. <laughs> so I would definitely recommend that. Um, yeah, Deci, yep, yep, yep. He's so smart. I mean, he's just brilliant, brilliant guy. Fellow Greek here, right? I got the conscious subconscious mind, so how do we get them to align? Yeah, great question. That's a great question. Is you start to learn the language of the subconscious mind, okay? And what I mean by that is that there's some rules of the subconscious mind. So I'll share them with you here, right? Some of the big ones. The first rule of your subconscious mind is that it does not understand negatives. Okay, this is really, really important. All right? Because, and I'll give you an example, right? So, so I tell you not to think about a banana. Don't think about a banana. Don't think about a banana. Right? Well, you got to think about the banana, right? Literally what's happening when I say, well, the word banana is your visual cortex lights up with the image of a banana. And then you do some mental gymnastics to try and not think about it. Right. So I'm not saying you don't understand what I mean. What I'm saying is that subconsciously, your subconscious mind is referencing a banana. Okay. The second thing in your subconscious mind is that it doesn't know the difference between vivid imagination and reality. This is what I was just talking about. This is why you can watch a movie. You can be in a theater, safe as can be, and you're completely absorbing the experience and experiencing it vicariously. Right. You're literally watching sports. You're literally releasing adrenaline in your body. Literally. Right. You're watching a horror movie. You're literally tense and not breathing releasing cortisol, right? So it's like you literally have physiological reactions based on your imagination. This is amazing. Now, if we take this into the food and weight, think about every food commercial you see, right? And you've seen millions of them. And you should think about food commercials as uh, mini hypnosis sessions, because they are. They're trying to elicit an emotion and attach it to their food, okay? And so you're constantly being hypnotized to be overweight by eating too much food. And so how do you align your conscious and subconscious mind? Well, you have to be very literal with your language, first off, and you have to use your imagination. So right off the bat, we have the concept of losing weight, right? And losing weight doesn't mean a whole lot to your subconscious mind because it's, it's technically a negative, right? Let me make it a little more clear. If you're walking around saying, I don't want to be overweight, I don't want to be fat, I don't want to be an overeater, 
which is a lot of times what we do because our brain also has a negativity bias. So, and we know what we're doing that's wrong. I, I don't want to keep eating ice cream. I don't want to keep overeating. I don't want to keep binging. This is how you're always describing your situation. And you think this is how you're going to fix it. And you keep focusing on all the things you want to stop doing. Meanwhile, let's just say one of your worst habits is eating cookies at night. And you say, okay, I want to lose weight and I got to do it by, I got to stop eating cookies. I got to stop eating cookies, right? Does this sound like anything? Does this sound a little bit like, don't think about a banana? I got to stop eating cookies. Now, consciously, you understand what that means. What's your subconscious mind thinking about? Cookies. And how's it imagining them? Well, the cookies you're thinking about are different than the cookies I'm thinking about. And so I'm thinking about the cookies that I've eaten in my life. And so as I imagine and reference those cookies, guess what? I start salivating. I start eliciting literal physiological responses, just like you do when you're in the movies. You see? So every time you go on a diet, subconsciously what's happening is you're literally focusing and fixating yourself on the very thing you don't want to eat. And it's causing cravings. And then you're trying to say no to them. And so that's ramping up the deprivation. This is why the food companies put the diets out there because they don't work. They just, it's just a matter of time until you overeat all the foods. Again, look up the what the hell effect. You want to look something up on Google? Look up the what the hell effect. <laughs> it's specific to dieters. And so once you understand your subconscious mind, you realize, holy shit, I've been doing exactly everything completely wrong. I've been doing everything wrong in terms of weight loss. Everything I've been doing is about what I don't want to do. You're always articulating your weight loss strategies and solutions in terms of what you don't want to do, what you have to stop doing. And so just right off the bat, I mean, I could go, there's a lot of depth to all this, but I'll just hit you with some of the, the surface stuff. So to align your subconscious mind with your conscious mind, it starts to become a conversation about what you actually want. And I'll show you what I mean, right? So, and I'll give you, I want to make a di dichotomy here. We always learn through contrast. So what people are typically doing to try and motivate themselves and excuse the language, but I know how people talk to themselves. So again, it, don't, don't take this the wrong way because I'm trying to get inside your head. I know how people talk to themselves and they're the meanest. But so you're saying, I don't want to be overweight. I don't want to be fat anymore. I don't want to be, I don't want to be the fat girl. I don't want to be thick. I don't, I'm tired of looking like this. I don't want to eat these cookies anymore. I'm I got to stop eating this food. I got to stop doing it. It's all about what you have to stop doing. Okay. And so the hypnotic approach is to say, well, what the hell do you want to do? What do you want to do? Because the way you're trying to lose weight is like, if I gave you directions to the store like this, okay, don't back up. Then don't take a left. Don't take a right. Make sure you don't go straight. Then make sure you don't take another left. Don't take another left. And then don't stop. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, huh? What? And that's how your subconscious mind is responding to your diet messages. It's like, what, what, what? I don't even know what you're talking about. As opposed to starting to say, I want to weigh X amount of pounds. I want to be a size blank because at that weight, I'm going to feel a lot better. My knees are going to feel better. My hips are going to feel better. My blood sugar numbers are going to improve. My body's going to start working more efficiently. I'm going to start to have more energy. I'm going to be happier. I'm going to feel good about myself. I'm going to nourish my body. It's going to allow me to be a better parent because I'm going to have more energy, more patience, more emotional stability. Um, I want to be a better partner and I'm going to look better, which is going to make me feel better. I'm going to feel more confident, more attractive. The intimacy between us is going to improve. Um, everything's going to improve in my life. I really want to live this way. The best version of me, I've had this goal. I want to take up this hobby. That's going to help me get in the headspace to do it. Um, I'm really going to nourish my body and feed my cells. I'm going to see what my true potential is and how good I can... Do you see what I mean? So it's like, it's not, you have to understand hypnosis is not going to some weird trance where you're under some, you know, like some zombie. It's the process of influencing your subconscious mind. And, and we just did it. All those words I said, words are anchors. 
every word I say is means something to your subconscious mind. And you felt the difference between those two. One's way motivating and one makes you feel like shit. And what you're doing is you realize now, every time you're trying to lose weight, you're subconsciously making yourself feel like shit and confused. And so it's no wonder that you feel stuck now, <laughs> that I don't know what to do, that I don't, I don't have any motivation. Yeah, because you're saying all the wrong stuff to your subconscious mind, like, like 180 degrees, completely wrong, completely. <laughs> and so it ain't rocket science, but you're just totally missing the most obvious stuff. Um, thinking you mean reprogram by taking a walk first thing in the morning like I used to as a habit. Yeah, yeah, taking a walk first thing in the morning. Yeah, as a habit. Yeah, making a habit. That's a great habit for you if that's what you want to do. Great. How can I stop craving sweets? Um, you know, it's it's a holistic process, I would say. Someone said you look like Mehmet Ali Barand. All right, I don't know that. I'll tell you one thing. Being more on social media, I realized I look like a lot of people. <laughs> I look like some singer. I thought that was the guy I looked like the most. I look like some Mexican actor. And I'll have to look like Mehmet Ali Barand. Is that actor, Dr. Oz? Isn't his name Dr. Mehmet or something? I don't look like him. Um, I'll have to look that guy up. Uh, Greek. I don't, I don't unfortunately speak or read Greek. Um, I'm drinking this info stuff up. That's awesome. I'm glad. Yeah. Did you read Joseph Murphy? No. I don't know Joseph Murphy. Um, how, do I, how can I stop craving sweets? Let me talk about that because I'm dealing with that a little bit right now, right? I've been eating a lot of candy over the last couple of days. My daughter started working at a chocolate store. Um, and then Valentine's Day and then the whole thing. So I've been eating a lot more sugar than I normally do the last few days. And so all of a sudden I'm dealing with more sugar cravings, you know? So uh, it's like, what do you do, you know, when that happens? And uh, so I'll give you my strategy because it's going to be probably underwhelming to you on one hand, and uh, but it might be helpful in another way. So um, what I do is I like to take a holistic approach to dealing with craving sweets, all right? So that it's not just willpower, all right? And so this will get to the strategy piece that we were kind of talking a lot about here. The strategy piece is that you take a holistic approach to things because right now you're not doing that. I can almost guarantee it. Um, diet or mindset is kind of zooming into where the problem is and just trying to stop it with willpower. And then the classic example is I always get people say, well, you know, can you help me? My, my afternoon and nighttime eating is atrocious. I said, well, what do you eat for breakfast and lunch? Nothing. Well, what do you want to eat for dinner and afternoon? Nothing. Okay. <laughs> That's not a long-term strategy, right? So what are we doing? And so I think looking at the holistic, like looking where the problem is, you want to look before what's going on. Because if you can get yourself into a prevention mindset, it's actually a lot easier, right? Because what do they say? An ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. And it's true. And so as you start focusing on what's happening before, you can start focusing on prevention. It's usually a lot easier. So with sweets, um, the, the first thing I would do is I would start drinking a lot more water and then I would systematically cut the sweets down, you know? If I wanted to do it easy, if I was just a madman and I just wanted to like go at it 100%, I guess I just cut all sugar out. But that's going to ramp up the cravings for a short period of time, but then they'll pass, you know? So that is a strategy. Um, in my program, I always teach the three R's, reduce, remove, replace. And here's the main point is that Diets aren't really known for giving you much autonomy. You don't, you don't have much freedom with a diet. There's not much choice. It's kind of like, oh, this is what you got to do, you know? And again, it's all based on the backdrop, the weight loss backdrop, the dieting backdrop with the fastest results possible. So if you want the fastest results possible, it's the hardest way to do it. 
Okay. And so if you can bring some patience into the process, you can set yourself up much more strategically. All right. And um, so yeah, I'd start drinking water and I would slowly start cutting my sweets down. That's what I'm doing. I didn't cut them out completely. You know, I just ate some candy a little bit ago. Um, it's all around my house right now. I'll eat it for the rest of the week, but I'm slowly tapering it down, you know, and then next Monday I'll kind of, that, that'll be a, a turning off point for me, you know, and I'll make sure that most of it's gone by then. I'll either eat it or I'll get rid of it. Um, but I will systematically slow it down and I will start Monday with no sugar again. Now I don't eat my sugar. Okay. So I'm starting from a different place than you. So everything's relative. Everything's contextual to where you're at. Um, that's what I would suggest. Um, or, and, or, hey, listen to this, by the way, everyone listening to this, I meant to, forgot to even mention this, is that uh, if you go to my bio, go click that link. Uh, I, give you a, I give you a free hypnosis session. And on top of that, once you go listen to hypnosis, it's really good. It's like a 10, 15 minute session. Uh, then there's a training right there. The next page you go to, it's uh, three steps to master your weight. I'd strongly recommend you watch that. Okay, I'll bring you through the details of all this stuff. And then every day I email you kind of, you know, motivational training stuff to support you in your weight mastery journey right so like i said i'm doing everything i can here for free to help you guys out um so oh i said thank you in greek all right cool thank you how about stress eating or eating triggered by anxiety yeah yeah that's the big one so you know again right so just building on what i just mentioned to you is that yeah stress eating so a lot of people just want to be stressed and then just not eat when they're stressed right and so it's like you have to, again, you, you got to take, in my program, I'd say the core strategy we use is to take a step back because people tend to, they kind of just go through their life first person. There's like one, one moment to the next. The ability to take, take a step back and see things from a different angle gives you so much more awareness. And once you have the awareness and, and more granularity about what's going on, your ability to resolve it and strategize to fix it goes way up, okay? So yeah, when we're stress eating or eating triggered by anxiety, Again, right, your, your mind's saying, how do I stop eating during those times? My mind's saying, how can I reduce the stress and the anxiety? And so how do I do that? Because I'm an anxious person, you know? And so I've been working on that for 30 years. But so it becomes a lifestyle-based management solution of getting enough sleep, drinking enough water, meditating, um, quieting my body down, eating natural foods, because that helps me stay more calm and relaxed, um, going for walks, getting outside, you know, so I mean, my, my life is a life, I live a stress management lifestyle, a relaxation lifestyle, because I have to. My dad had a heart attack at 54, and it wasn't just, he was obese, you know, not morbidly obese, but technically obese. And, um, but he smoked, he lived a very stressed existence. You know, he worked so hard. And so um, to me, this isn't just about weighing something, it's about the quality of life I want to live, the life, the length of life I want to live. And so my whole life is really built around that. Like, how can I kind of get myself checking off all the boxes that make me the happiest, the healthiest, give me the best quality of life and, and the longest life that I can live, you know, that, that I'm real interested in that too. So I hope that, I, I don't want that to be a, just a unsatisfying answer because I know you want to like some magic hypnosis technique to like not eat even when you're really stressed out and freaking out. But again, I want you to go to the core because who gives a shit? Like, so what? So what, you know, that we don't want the goal to be like, well, I'm stressed. I'm, I'm a stress case and I'm just anxious all the time, but I'm at my goal weight. You know, that's not what we want, you know, um, elevate your goals, you know, so that they're 
truly, truly the goal you want because that part of the process is, is the hypnosis. It's articulating a extremely meaningful goal. It's the most important part of the process. When you give this goal more meaning, you know, for me, like I could sit here for hours talking about why I live the way I do and why I eat the way I do. And what it really comes down to ultimately is it's, a, it's, it's built around the things that are most important to me. And the most important things to me are my family, my, my kids, my wife, um, my mom, my brother, you know what I mean? My, my people I'm close to and friends. That, that's the most important thing. And then it's followed by, like, I love my work. I, I love working. But my working is, literally my working feels like a hobby in a lot of ways. Um, and so I have this whole lifestyle system that I follow. So my lifestyle system, by the way, so it's like I, I teach this in my program, my lifestyle piece, it is sleep, hydration, relaxation, breathing, nourishment, movement, meditation, gratitude. And so I really, really work on these habits, you know what I mean? And, and making they're the structure of my life, you know? So it's like, cause I'm a stressful person. Like I, I've got a tweaked up nervous system, no doubt about it. And um, so it's not enough for me just to manage my weight. It's, I, I need to constantly kind of work on managing my stress and my relaxation, um, but it's worth it. You know what I mean? Cause the benefits of it are just a thousandfold. You know, everything is better in my life because of that. Um, thanks for being on live at 4 a.m. my time. Really helpful talk. Oh, yeah, Aussie. All right. Yeah, I got one of my favorite clients is uh, in Australia. So I'm kind of familiar with that time. Can you list those again? Yep. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, and, and in this order, because I kind of put them in order. I mean, you know, you pick whichever one you want to work on. But uh, sleep, hydration, relaxation, breathing, right? Breathing, um, nourishment movement, meditation, gratitude. And, uh, you know, I, I just want to make a quick note. The, med the nourishment, when I talk about, this is kind of a, an, an important distinction to make. I think a lot of times when people approach their weight loss, again, they're obviously all or nothing, but they tend to think about what they should stop eating. And they say, you know, really what their main focus, I got to stop eating all the unhealthy stuff. I think you should split your eating into two. Okay, so that part of you is focused on not eating the unhealthy stuff. Fine, you already know how to do that. But part of it's focused on getting yourself to eat more healthy stuff. You really want to separate that. Okay, so that now, like, even when I'm eating like shit, it's like more reason for me to eat well. You know what I mean? So it's like I really like to, I, I like to eat well because, like, if I'm eating like crap, the way that I want to get myself to eat well is by eating lots of good food because it changes me. Do you see? Like, I people don't do this because people tend to approach their weight loss as if their willpower is some non-physical thing, you know, but you, you, you know, right. Your willpower is a prefrontal cortex process, a physical process. I mean, I think you know that it, you know that when you think about it, but intuitively people kind of act as if, um, as if like their willpower is just this thing that's not impacted by how they're living. Right. But it is, you know, so again, that's why I think the light, the lifestyle piece is so important. I, and I think I have all the eating strategies in the world. I got all the mindset stuff in the world. But if you all of a sudden took my lifestyle piece away, I started sleeping five hours a night, stopped drinking water, stopped eating salad, stopped meditating, <laughs> stopped moving. I, I don't think my eating would be nearly as good anymore. Okay. So why? Because my sleep, it affects my, it affects literally everything. Your sleep all of these things, all these lifestyle factors. Let me give you the metaphor. It's like if you were driving a car and you wanted to stop it, imagine you kept your foot pinned to the gas pedal, right? And then you just like try to push on the brake really hard to combat that. That's kind of how you're trying to lose weight. 
and your lifestyle in this situation in the metaphor is, is, is the gas pedal, right? And so your lifestyle is probably unhealthy and it's driving this endless hunger where you're just never full, unhealthy cravings, cravings just unhealthy food and, and regular healthy food feel, tastes bland and boring to you. Um, you're tired a lot. Your moods are up and down all over the place. Um, you know, your hormones, right? So physically hormones are probably unbalanced. You might have better metabolic issues depending where you're at. Um, all of these things are, are working against you. So we tend to think of ourselves as like, we, we just disassociate that the way you're living is going to have any impact on your weight and that you're just this willpower being that should just be able to make the right choices no matter what the situation. But that's such bullshit. I mean, what? It's like if you get four hours of sleep the night before, your cravings are going to be out of control and your ability to stop yourself from eating the wrong foods is going to be tanked. So what? You know what I mean? Like, like your willpower is like a muscle. It's kind of like thinking like you could run a marathon and then you'd just be fine and you could just run another marathon. That's kind of how you're thinking about your willpower. You're dis disassociating from your physical body. You need to combine them. Your, your willpower is directly related to how you're living, you know? So, um, you know, you need to be strategic. Talking about strategy, that's the strategy. You want to make weight loss easy, you, you, you use this holistic approach. And of course, this holistic approach, it takes a little more time, but it makes sense. You know what I mean? Like, like everything I'm saying, you're, I know you're all hearing this because I do this every day. I know there's no one talking about it like this pretty much. I'm sure there's some people, but very few. Certainly the diets aren't out there. And, um, you know, it's not rocket science, but like once you hear, you're like, wow, that makes a lot of sense. And what I want to point out is just to point out that what I'm saying makes sense and the diets don't make sense. They're too simplistic. It's just, it's one tactic. It's too, they're inadequate, you know, to, to get you the results that you want. So you have to start demanding a better solution, you know? And, and again, that's why I share all this stuff with you. So obviously, you know, my program is, I think my, my program is like a college course compressed into eight weeks, right? It's, it's, it's you know, it's, it's an event, you know what I mean? It's like, it's for people that are really ready to do it. Um, yeah, yeah. Do I have a podcast? Yes, yes. Uh, program yourself then, you know, is, is on all the podcast sites. So yeah, go check it out and leave me a comment. All right. <laughs> leave a little review, right? Give, give a guy some love if you if you're enjoying it, right? Because that stuff helps um, other people find it. Um, and yeah, and if you want to take this further, go listen to uh, go get that hypnosis session. Just log in. Even if you don't listen to the session today, go opt in and, um, you know, listen to the session because Again, it's a fun way. Just give yourself a different chance. Do you know what I mean? Like open your mind up a little bit and and just humans aren't good at this. This isn't your fault. It's the way your brain is set up. But just just be open to the possibility that you haven't tried everything. <laughs> that you don't know everything there is to lose know about losing weight. And that it's possible that what you know is limited and that there's way better ideas out there, right? Um, and go listen to that session and see... Just listen to the session and follow along with it, 10, 15 minutes. See if it has the impact on you, right? Now, it may not completely change your weight instantly, but what if it helps you eat better for a couple days, right? All you had to do is relax and calm down and just sit there with your eyes closed and recover and recuperate while good suggestions go in your brain. And what if, what if it made you eat better for a couple days? What if it motivated you to go for a walk, right? Well, thank you, Lisa. Um, what if? Right. And what if you watch the training? Right. What if you started to realize, oh, these three pillars of weight loss makes a lot of sense. What if you started to <clears throat> think in terms of a holistic approach to not losing weight, but to mastering your weight, to being able to live as the person who you truly want to be? 
you know, so that this isn't really a weight loss process as much as it is a personal development process of becoming the best version of yourself, living as the person who you want to be. Right? That's what we're talking about here, right? Way deeper. So, all right, everyone, this has been a pleasure. Uh, got a bunch of new videos coming out. So go check those out, like them, love them, leave some comments. And uh, I wish you all the best day. We'll talk soon. Bye.